The following is the Southern Alameda County Buddhist Church's Dharma Family Service, recorded on August the 1st, 2021. <laughs>
画業精進忍術Summer heat, as well as the uh, kind of growing concern about the uh, uh, the Delta virus, and um, you know, it seems as though many people are still not getting vaccinated. Uh, but maybe things might change in the near future. Uh, it's very just sad to hear about people who um, ask for the vaccine as they are uh, struggling to stay alive. Um, so we're in a, in a really kind of tough spot with uh, with all of this misinformation that's going around. Hopefully, that will change for the better. So today uh, I wanted to uh, address something that I wanted to talk about um, with uh, uh, in regards to the term uh, in, in regards to the issue of Dharma school and its role in our temple in the BCA. Uh, we're not in Dharma school session right now; it's the summertime. But um, as parents, uh, you know what? How can we uh, uh, look at Dharma school and and what is the significance of Dharma school? What is the importance of Dharma school? I think this is something that we can take a look at um, as adults. Um, and so I wanted to show you a, a segment from uh, again the movie or documentary called Streams of Light, uh, which is made by the Kaikyoshi minister from Brazil. There are a lot of uh, Nishi Honganji uh, temples in, uh, in Brazil. Actually, there are more uh, Ohigashi, Higashi Honganji uh, temples in Brazil than there are um, uh, Nishi Honganji. But nevertheless, um, he, uh, this person is a Kaikyoshi minister from Brazil. And um, I wanted to show you uh, a brief excerpt of, of that right now. So I would like to go ahead and show you this. Family lifestyle changes and shifts in attitudes towards education are some of the factors contributing to a decrease in the number of Dharma school students in recent years. It can also be said that the appeal of temples as safe venues for Japanese Americans to gather and celebrate their ethnic identity is not as strong as it was in past generations. Faced with these realities, fundamental questions are being asked 
about what should be taught in the Dharma School program. Impart a timeless message. And I think as Dharma School teachers, you can draw from uh, children's storybooks, you can draw from contemporary stories, actual historical things, novels, fiction. And what I really, really want them to come to Dharma School to do, get all those things too, the confidence, the knowledge, and the, you know. But I hope that I, as a minister, I teach them or I give them all the skill to them just so that they can make right choice when they face the uh, whatever in their life. I call it coping skills. Coping skill. Oh, that's a good word. That's a good word. Coping, yeah, because... You, you, you can't solve their problems, and you no. can't guarantee they won't have problems, no. but you want to be able to give them coping skills so yeah. that when they happen to them, they won't feel overwhelmed. Yeah. I think Jolashichu is a, it's a part of a family's life. And if it's not incorporated into their life um, environment, makes it very hard. Mm. It's not an intellectual thing you can study or be able to follow in that way. So it's very difficult. My, my membership is getting old too. Yeah. And I scared look at Dhamma school students, grandparents, the one bringing them. Mm -hmm. And what happened to the younger parents? But if you look at their lives, too. either they're working, if they're lucky, or they're, they're, they're very involved in so many other things. young people today are overwhelmed. There's just so much coming at them that they need to realize that you need to unplug, mm -hmm. you need time for yourself to think, mm -hmm. and uh, the value of that kind of separation from their busy, busy, busy life. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I think the Buddhism can offer, and then if I can be helped that, then I kind of accomplish, and then I think the church could have given enough for them too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because mm -hmm. whatever they learn when they're young, they will carry. Mm -hmm. And then when they carry, they will come back yes. Yes. to church or mm -hmm. temple as they get older. Mm -hmm. So to me, Dharma school is for them, for future, for us too. Mm -hmm. so, oh, yeah. Well, it's easy to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, you hope that. Hope that, yeah. Great. So that was the short segment that I wanted to share with you all. Um, so uh, I actually um, am a graduate of that preschool, uh, which is located at the LA Betsane, um, and it's called Nishi Center. Uh, I sang that same exact song growing up, uh, so it's very natsukashi uh, when I hear that song. Anyway, um, when we think about Dharma school and its uh, significance, I think um, many people are very are seriously taking this issue on uh, because they see the value in educating uh, the youth and children. Um, Reverend Himaka uh, touched on a very important issue, I think, which is that Jodo Shinshu is um, something that has to be integrated in the home, and it isn't um, uh, uh, intellectual religion, actually. Um, uh, uh, so there is no other way for this religion to really come alive unless it is first introduced and learned at the home. 
And there's a lot of emphasis right now on teaching um, Jodo Shinshu in an academic setting or emphasizing the doctrinal education of Jodo Shinshu, which I am the middle, uh, in the middle of all that. And, and I think it's very important. But I also do know uh, that that's not where Shinshu truly lives. Right? Uh, Shinshu truly lives in the Gomonto, right? The followers of the Nembutsu path. And this is not an academic tradition. It, it is a lived tradition. So Shinshu has to be learned at the home first. Um, and so what is it that gets learned, you might ask? Well, for starters, um, I think uh, the most uh, kind of, I would like to start with something concrete, uh, which is the obutsudan, okay? Obutsudan at the home. Um, and if you have one, uh, please place it in the family room where the family most often uh, congregates. And this is to symbolize not only that the Buddha is there with you and your family while you have your meals together or family meetings or what have you. Um, it's also to show that the Buddha watches over you. And um, I don't mean watching over you like some weird big brother kind of way, right? Uh, but symbolically, the Buddha and the Buddha's compassionate working is always there with you, right? To guide you and let you know that you are not alone in this world. Uh, and did you know that you can have services without the minister there? Right? Uh, um, you, can, you can chant the sutras uh, together, uh, despite the fact that you do not know what the words might mean. Um, actually, in chanting, the meaning is only one small aspect of the significance of chanting itself. And we've talked about this uh, before as well. Chanting is a form of meditation. It is a form of reflecting and contemplating on your life, on the loved ones around you, uh, while at the same time, opening up your hearts and minds to the sacred teachings of the Buddha, which transcends uh, language barriers. So if you want to chant, uh, please feel free to do so. I highly encourage it. Uh, and the meaning is not so important as it is to sit there and listen. Again, listening is the most important aspect in this religious tradition. So continuing on this idea of learning uh, about the Obutsudang and customs surrounding the Obutsudang or, you know, at the home, one other thing that we can do is um, the what we do before and after meals, which is itadakimasu and goshisousama, right? Itadakimasu and goshisousama. And um, this is another procedure to show your children that food is not a given, that you should take time to recognize that there are many causes and conditions that were necessary in order for you to be able to enjoy this meal together. And there is actually a saying that we have before the meal. Um, and I'd like to say it in Japanese right now. It's called uh, shokuzen no kotoba, shokuzen no kotoba. So it's, it goes like this. Ooku no inochi to minasama no okagi ni yori kono gochisou wo megumaremashita. Fukaku goon wo yorokobi arigataku itadakimasu. And that's the shokuzen no kotoba. Shokuzen zen means before meal, before meal. And then the shokugo no kotoba is totoi omegumi wo oishiku itadaki, masumasu goon honsha ni tsutomemasu. Okay. And then so that translates to, um, and I have the translation of this, so if you would like it, I can give this to you. But it translates for the shokuzen no kotoba. We are truly grateful for this opportunity to share this wonderful meal. Thanks to all the many people and living beings that surround us who made this occasion possible. With deep gratitude, itadakimasu. Right? And then shokugo no kotoba is, we are thankful for the wonderful meal which we have received. May our gratitude to Amida Buddha enable us to work even harder for the benefit of everyone. Thankfully, Gochisosamadeshita. So these are uh, other things that we can do surrounding the meal uh, that we can do at, at the home. 
Uh, yet another thing that we can do that involves the obutsudan is that when, let's say, you hear that someone passes away, or um, let's say someone brings over some fruits and vegetables for you to enjoy, or candy, or uh, okashi from Japan, right? Tea from Japan, or I don't know, uh, spice from India or something, right? Uh, whatever gift that may be, um, please present this uh, to the obutsudan first. Place it at the obutsudan, and then place your hands in gasho in reflection of, all, again, all of the causes and conditions that were able for you to receive uh, such a wonderful gift from your friends or family. So, uh, and then when, after some time, then you could, what we call sageru, take it down from the obutsudan, and then you could um, enjoy in that. And this is to show that the, the symbolically, again, that the Buddha, uh, um, for lack of a better word, gets first dibs. <laughs> it's, it's offering, uh, you know, it's uh, offering, uh, making offering to the Buddha and that you're giving the best part of the uh, uh, the food to offer to the Buddha. So when it's a dekitate no gohan, right? Uh, the, the fresh rice, right? That the first uh, bowl is to be offered to the Buddha. And then you can take it back down uh, and then enjoy the rice with the rest of the family. Okay. Uh, so that's uh, another thing. Um, and then one other thing surrounding the obutsudan is when guests come over, please um, kind of dust your obutsudan and then have it open and have fresh rice and then a fresh set of flowers there uh, and kind of make it presentable for the guests to let them know that uh, this is a Buddhist household and that we are all embraced within the Buddha Dharma. And actually, as a matter of fact, sometimes this can spark uh, conversation in terms of what our teaching is and what is Buddhism. Um, and, and so that is uh, also a way to create a connection or what we call in Japanese, enzukuri, enzukuri, to create this uh, karmic connection between the person who has never had a connection to Buddhism before to now having a connection to Buddhism, which is provided by you, right? Um, so um, we can help teach our children and our grandchildren about Buddhist customs and what it means to be a Buddhist. And just like, you know, morals, just like our study habits, just like how we treat other people, like members of our family or other, other friends and how we talk about other people in general, it's all learned at the home. Right. Um, good study habits are actually not learned at school. They're, they're learned at the home. It's learned off the backs of ojichan, obachan, mom or dad, uncle or aunt, right? Brother or sister. If ojichan or obachan, mom and dad doesn't care about uh, the obutsudam or Buddhism, the ch child is not going to care, right? Um, on the other hand, if these role models show the children the importance of the posture of gasho and what that actually means in life, they will grow up to know its significance, right? It's really amazing, right? Your grandchildren and, and children are watching you when you don't think they are. I know I just shot myself in the foot by saying that, <laughs> but, uh, it's, but it, it's true. Um, and after some time, uh, when you just least, when you least expect it, right? At 20, 30 years, 40 years, some odd years down the road, that same child will seemingly out of nowhere put his or her hands in gasho. Uh, when ojichang or obachang or mom and dad passes away, or there's some kind of deeply moving event that happens in that person's life. So gasho is, is actually uh, not an ethnic thing. This posture isn't just what Indians do or the Chinese, the Koreans or the Vietnamese or the Japanese, right? Gasho is the posture of the Buddha Dharma. Gasho is the manifestation of the Buddha Dharma coming out of your body, making itself known to you and others to let you know that the Buddha Dharma is there. 
you are emulating the Buddha Dharma by doing gasho. And then when you say the Nembutsu, the Nembutsu is the manifestation of the Buddha Dharma, making its, itself heard to you and others through you. Right? So when you say Namamida Butsu, that is the Buddha communicating to you through you. Right? It is the world of truth reassuring you that you are embraced just as you are. What other way would we be able to come to this truth? Truth speaks to us when we speak truth, and that is to say the onenbutsu. So in closing, the, the significance of Dharma school and Buddhism for children is that it must be learned at the home. Right? Our customs and our traditions have been in place for hundreds of years. So let us be proud of where we come from and strive to maintain this teaching by sharing it with our children and the next generation. And when they see uh, how you see the importance of this teaching, they will follow in your footsteps and they will learn this profound teaching called the Buddha Dharma. Okay, thank you very much for your time today. And with that, I would like to close. Please join me in Gashou. Namo Amida Butsu. Namo Amida Butsu. Namo Amida Butsu. Difficult is it to receive a human form, now we are living it. Difficult is it to hear the Dharma of the Buddha, now we hear it. If we do not cross over to the truth in the present life, in what life shall we cross over? Let us with sincerity and true reverence take refuge in the three treasures of the truth. I take refuge in the Buddha. May we together with all sentient beings awaken to the great way of enlightenment and to the unsurpassed intent of Amida Buddha. I take refuge in the Dharma. May we together with all sentient beings enter the storehouse of the Dharma, becoming like the wisdom ocean. I take refuge in the Sangha. May we together with all sentient beings become units in true accord in harmony with all things. The peerless, profound and wondrous Dharma is rare to encounter even in many hundreds and thousands of kalpas. Now we are pri privileged to hear and receive it. Let us thoroughly understand the true meaning of the Tathagata's teaching. No moments. Now Reverend Miyagi will read the Rai Simon. ニンジン受け渡し今すでに行く仏法聞き渡し今すでに聞くこの身根性に向かってどせずんばさらにいずれの生に向かってかこの身をどせん大衆もろともに死神に参謀に消えし立てまつるべし自ら仏に消えし立
願わくは如来の真実義を下死立てまつらん。なまんな、なまんな、なまんな、なまんな、なまんな、なまんな、なまんな。Thank、you